Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Tuesday the 10th of May. Today, a couple of Aussie basketball heavyweights weigh in on the Liz Cambage controversy, Melbourne City enjoy a feast off a big new shiny plate, and the new rising prince of men's tennis. But first... Last Thursday, Brisbane Broncos winger Selwyn Cobbo was flying high. The Broncos everywhere, Walker's knocked it on, Selwyn Cobbo with a chance to race away! Cobbo beats the defence, he strides out, Cobbo, he's going to go the full length, the young gun, have a look at that! A length of the field try against South Sydney had the rugby league world doing cartwheels about the potential 19-year-old Cobbo possessed and the heights he could reach in the game. Some even dared mention him as a state-of-origin bolter for Queensland this year. I'd like to see that. But from the penthouse to the doghouse. He's had his licence suspended for six months and been fined $700 off the back of being caught in an unregistered car, unlicensed and uninsured. Cobbo will be hitching a ride to training for the next six months after he lost his licence for driving an unregistered vehicle and uninsured one while on a suspended licence. And while the club notified the NRL's integrity unit when the incident occurred, they weren't exactly forthcoming when asked by the members of the media at training yesterday why Cobbo was absent from training. As Triple M's Ben Dobbin explained on the rush hour with Lisa Liam and Dobbo. He wasn't at training today and the Broncos, when we inquired where he was, actually said that he was away at Sherberg for personal reasons. Okay. Well, the personal reasons, and this is where the Broncos upset me more than anything, because they deceive and when we could have told the truth, they ducked around it. Okay, and I'm telling you right now, the Broncos ducked around today and lied to the media. What the truth is that Selwyn Cobbo was in court today. This is getting a pattern, and I'm sick of it. I really am. These young blokes who are privileged to be in the positions they are mm. go and behave like this, and we get on a goose chase. And people want to say, oh, it's a... mate, just stupidity. Just stupidity. So while Colbo will endeavour to re-earn the trust of his teammates, it seems the Broncos have some work to do to repair the relationship with the local media. Let me refresh your memory. Aussie basketball star Liz Cambage is plying her trade with the LA Sparks in the WNBA and has basically disowned the Aussie national team and her Opals teammates. I'm living my best life. I'm supported. I'm protected on a level that the Opals or the Australian team never gave to me. My heart lies with those who want to protect me and those who want me to be the best I can be. And I never felt that in the Opals at all. Former teammate and captain Jenna O'Hay suggests Liz's version of events isn't quite accurate and then Cam Beige is guilty of making a fairly off-colour remark playing in a practice game against Nigeria before last year's Olympics in Tokyo that resulted in a fight between the two teams. Is it correct that they were playing Nigeria and Liz Cambage was had her feathers ruffled and she turned to them and said, go back to your third world country? And of course, Ezi Maggabor is, uh, is originally Nigerian, a Nigerian who's now living in Australia and playing for your team. And as a result, there was a brawl that erupted and since then, you haven't spoken to her. That is all 100% correct. Unsurprisingly, Cambage has responded, posting to her social media that the truth will always come to light and it ain't even dawn yet. But now two of Australia's other heavyweights of basketball have weighed in on Cambage's alleged off-colour comments. Oh, you, you just got the PG version, so there was much more than that. But yeah, I mean, look, I'm, I'm happy that someone's finally came out and said it. It's uh, beyond despicable what, what was said and I truly believe if that was anyone else, we hear much more about it. Oh, there's much more in there that you can't say on radio. Um, I'll let you know people figure that out. But there was there was some other words used that 
I would never repeat. I would never even say, to be honest with you. NBA Championship winner Andrew Bogut speaking to Ben Fordham on 2GB and making it plain that Cambage's comments that sparked the brawl were much worse than what was revealed by Jenner O'Hay. But Bogut wasn't the only Aussie hooper who weighed in. NBL legend Andrew Gaze on SEN yesterday took issue with Cambage's claims of lack of support during her time with the Opals. That is highly offensive. I have been in a privileged position to be on the board of Basketball Australia during much of her time, and I had a long conversation with her directly, and unfortunately, I couldn't have that conversation just one-on-one. Her agent had to be there. And we went through some of the issues that were clearly apparent issues about where your priorities need to be, and there was a complete lack of understanding that, well, maybe I'm not wrong, but I can see another side uh, of the Refu- argument. Refuse to refuse see. to see that her behaviour yep. was not there. And Andrew Gaze is just about the nicest bloke you'll ever meet in Australian sport. So for him to speak like that is, oh, wait, he's actually not finished. But the suggestion on this particular incident and others that her teammates, her coaches... Basketball Australia or anyone wasn't supporting her, that is offensive. Mm. That is offensive to people who are going out of their way to try and put in place a system where she can actually perform to her best. And it takes two. You, you don't get paid for representing your country, you, or very, very little. That's not your sole source of income. It's about honour. Yep. It's about privilege. It's about a sense of responsibility. It's about looking at your life and seeing how other people have provided you a privileged opportunity to perform to the highest level, and when you don't respect that, and in fact, you go the other way and say these people have actually harmed me, that is disgusting behaviour by her, and it's offensive to me, it's offensive to anyone that's represented our country that that's her position. That might be the biggest slam dunk of Gazi's career. Last night, Melbourne City were going plate shopping. Let's go shopping. Heading into last night's game against the Wellington Phoenix, the equation was simple for City. Win, and they claim back-to-back A-League men's premiers plates. Lose or draw, and cross-town rivals Melbourne Victory finish top. Stakes are high, Sarge. But City got off to a great start. It's dipping off the head and in. It's an own goal. The perfect start for Melbourne City in pursuit of the premiers plate. A third-minute own goal from the Phoenix put City in the box seat, and just six minutes later, the new plate looked headed for Melbourne City's trophy cap. So can Lightning strike twice in the first ten? Gamorka again, it's near post, it out, it's a second! But with Melbourne Victory fans having packed the away end, Phoenix rose to the occasion to repay their surprising new supporters. Ben By closing the gap, ultimately Phoenix weren't able to find another goal and City claimed the Premier's plate and will also go into the final series as the number one seed. For the better part of the last two decades, the sport of men's tennis has been dominated by the three kings. It's Djokovic who claims this classic. Federer is the champion and proves he is the world's best player, without a doubt. It's 21 for Rafa, and he stands alone at the summit of men's tennis. Djokovic, Federer and Nadal. 
Of the last 85 Grand Slam tournaments, only 11 of them have been won by someone not named Roger, Rafa or Novak. That doesn't seem fair. But the Kings are aging and the throne is calling. So who will rise up to fill the void set to be left at the peak of the men's game? Carlos Alcaraz is the champion in Madrid. The 19-year-old caps off the perfect week. Ladies and gentlemen, meet Carlos Alcaraz. The 19-year-old Spanish phenom has staked his claim as the next to rule tennis after he defeated world number three Alexander Zverev in the final of the Madrid Open. But it's not just that the teenager won, it's that along the way he not only defeated world number one Novak Djokovic, but also the most recent Spanish phenom and clay court master, Rafael Nadal. Oh, he's got it! What a way to win it! And it is a massive day! in the young career of Carlos Alcaraz. Carlos Alcaraz, get used to the name. It could be the next long, long shadow to loom over men's tennis. And that is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.